G'dads is brought to you by Collector's King. They are always for collectors. It's a brand new product they always sell at retail. They carry all the TCGs in addition to Pokemon. Their mission is to bring more people into their hobby and provide product at fair prices. Come join the collector army and start the hobby revolution. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Collectible Kings. That's collectible with a K for information on all their online product drops. And also by Gamers Move. Get your nerd on at GamersMove.com for all video game news, esport news, podcasts, your lovely Pokédads, anything else your nerdy heart can think of at GamersMove.com. So welcome to episode 65. We've got some fun, fun things today. Uh, Aaron and I will go into a deep talk about Mew 3, of what it does, even though everyone knows what the fuck it does. But we're going to go into it, some other fun decks, and why it's just gotten so popular lately in the meta. You know, we go into battle styles, something so refreshing, and yet an old foe is super popular. So we get into that. I'm really stoked. And we talk about a deck called Mewfu, where it's literally a Mew 3 psychic deck with Rapid Strike Urshifu added. It's it's interesting, it's fun. It won a tournament, came in second in another one. And then we'll go over some fun news. Um, a kid sells his cards to save a pup, some chilling rain news, and uh, maybe some emotional time with me. Uh, we'll see how that goes. All right, let's go. Pokédad Nation, welcome to another exciting episode of Pokédads, a Pokémon TCG podcast. I'm your host, Pokédad Rick, and with me is the beautiful, handsome, all-knowing D&D master. Whatever he wants to do, he puts time into it, and then, you know, he has a nice butt. Pokédad Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hey man, how are you? I'm good, Flatter will get you everywhere. I do my best. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you guys don't know, he, he was a little upset with me before the podcast started, and I was trying to, you know, smooth out any ridges we had in our relationship. But I'm joking, there was nothing like that going on. So it's going to take more than that. <laughs> uh, but what's up, man? How how are you? Happy halfway through March? Or I guess we're in the, now on the opposite March, May. Where am yeah. I? Where are we? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure it's May. It is. It's, it's May 18th as we're recording. That's um, uh-huh. fun times. Oh, they know our secret. They know when we record. <laughs> oh, no. ah. I'm so, yeah, doing pretty up? good. Good. You uh, look good. Thank you. Uh, it's because I've lost weight. Yeah, I'm yeah. Down 13 pounds now? Three weeks like in keto? 13 yeah. pounds? Damn. 13 pounds. Doing pretty good there. I also, um, big news, which I haven't even told you. Oh, but snap. I so I bought a because you know me me and Pokedad Rick's brother used to play DDR all the freaking time back in like high school college because that's what we did and um so before I before Rock Band was a thing this this before Rock Band was a thing but it was still <laughs> fucking cooler than Rock Band so fuck you um, 
But either way, never, um, we never had D D and uh, DDR parties. Yeah. We had rock band parties. So come on, dude. We had girls and dudes playing DDR in your front room. So I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> now back to what I was saying. <laughs> so I bought a uh, a USB dance pad. It's actually behind me on the ground. Yeah, uh, you right talked now. about it last week. Yeah. And I actually finally like really went for like a good solid hour. Oh I shit! Haven't do- I haven't done anything like really jumping around because you have to you know you have to pop back and forth with what like that. Since really, I've had my surgery when my legs were broken, and I had no pain. This is super exciting. Like none. My legs don't hurt. They don't ache. Nothing. So you're ready to run? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, probably. I shall, I'm probably okay to run again now at this point. For those who don't know, um, we've talked about it before in the podcast. I got hit by a car almost ten years ago, and for four and a half years, my legs were broken. During that time, I mean, I I bowled, I walked around, but like standing for ten minutes, my leg would start to hurt. They'd swell up and be painful, and it, it took probably another two years and before I was even like really in good shape after getting hardware and stuff out. So this is the first time I've really done any kind of real heavy physical like impact. With no pain and it's super excited. And I'm sure those who deal with pain daily can, like, I understand how you feel. And I, I'm just, I'm happy that I'm finally past that in my case. And then I can start doing some stuff again. So that's super exciting. I'm super excited for you right now. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm so thrilled that I'm going to do push-ups after this. <laughs> Every like... time you lose a poke uh, game in the Players' Cup, it's 10 push-ups. That's what we're doing next. That's what we're doing next, uh, Players Cup. Oh yeah. If you lose, be, uh... if you lose, you have to do it. And that's if you don't win in the finals. So it's twenty at the start. If you oh. win the first one, it goes down by ten. And then if you lose in the you know in the finals there, then you still have to just do you know whatever I, the numbers add up to be. I forgot. Yeah, the, the numbers add up if you lost in the finals was zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, I'm not doing 30. We're saying no. It's just gonna be like then it's five, and then you know we'll just lower it by five for that last one. So you're at least doing five, no matter what. That's what's gonna happen. Everyone's gonna be jacked as shit. <laughs> oh god, you're, I don't think everyone's bad. We uh, shout out to Zoro Dad, who's going above and beyond with the boom deck right, lately. Right. So I wish I had. Uh, we did a- his like his points because I definitely have not had that kind of luck. At it all. also it just shows that he's a just a way better player than us. So. <gasps> I, I do. I'm disclaimer. I I cannot say yes or no. But probably. So we and just as, <laughs> as a recap, a, a big chunk of our, our uh, patrons just decided we'll do the boombox together. Um, mm-hmm. I went in without barely testing it, and I'm barely I'm barely above water. I think I'm 30 keys in. And I am 50. I have 50 points. So I'm way under two, two points per key. Um, I am definitely below that. I'm pretty sure I currently have five keys left. That's all no. I got left. <laughs> I don't know how many points I have, but there was some kind of link somewhere that I can look it up and it wasn't good. It's, I'm pretty sure it's less <laughs> than what you got <laughs> with, with five keys left. <laughs> Well, Aaron and Aaron was the same same boat though. He didn't. He went testing like we talked about last week. He went testing yeah. with it, like going into the cup, which is an idiotic thing to do. Um, but it happens. Oh, it happens. But outside of the players' cup, I'm it's it's gonna. 
I'm having fun at least. I'm kind of like taking the yeah. Poké Dad Adam approach. We, he's been streaming like a couple keys every Tuesday for the last few weeks, and it's just like it's. We know there was highly competitive people out there due to the fact that mm-hmm. there's money involved in all of this. But I, I'm so like just like whatever because I don't, I don't see myself even if I make it getting out of the first round because there could be anything going on in my life. I'll be like, we gotta do something with Finn. Or I have my daughter, or I have to do this, or I have to do that, and then we'll wiggle it around like this. So, I've had some real rough streaks, especially like, like right after Pokemon Adam streamed today. Yeah. I went in, I had this two. I, I saw I, all my Grookies were prized. I'm like, all right, I'll try. <laughs> but I've had I've had some real rough games. I definitely made some mistakes that have cost me some games, which has really made me mad. I'm like, son of a bitch. But my overall rank in NA. Is seven seven seven? Oh, just quit. So I, it's, I'm done. Came to my other fight last five keys. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're uh, ranked as seven hundred and seventy seven best player in the north north region. North yeah. re- Congrats! I was eight hundred and sixteen like last week, so this is improvement. <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's oh, pretty good. Um, well, speaking of players' cup, uh, if you're follow Pokemon play on Twitter. They recently just announced that we get to choose the next full art trainer during the, mm-hmm. the, um, the, I guess the quarterfinals of, uh, the players cut. So, yeah. which is, which is kind of cool. Um, you can get Marnie, you vote for Marnie, Leon. Um, I, I know this Rose and Sonia? yes, Yes, Sonia, as Aaron, Aaron walked away. No, I didn't. <laughs> oh. A little bit. <laughs> We're good. But yeah, yeah, so that's uh, that's pretty exciting. I, I'm going to vote for Marnie, even though I have full art Marnies. No, I think I only own three, so having four four full art Marnies would be, uh, would be pretty dope. I mean, that's the tough one about this. It's like, do you want another Marnie full art? Who, but, like, out of the choices, like, I mean, I don't want a Rose or a Leon. Like, I guess Sonya, maybe. So I was like, it's, uh, it's such, like, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, I just feel Marnie is the one that's it's playable for everybody. I mean, that's the, true. And the other ones are just more like, do you play the Charizard deck? Or do yeah. you play ADP? Or do you, do you play a VMAX where you're going to discard your hand to get two energies back? So that's no, a valid point. Yeah. Everybody vote Marnie. <laughs> so you're like, wait, I'm going to trade one away right now. And then it finds <laughs> out it's not Marnie doesn't win. And you're like, fudge. That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, but yeah, so, so early news, but Aaron overall, we caught up. How was the weekend? The weekend was good. Weekend's good. Um, I, Worked with the wife. We had our big trash day like once a year, like throw out whatever you want trash day. So we got rid of some stuff in the garage, like a lot of our wood that we've been using to build the cabinets and whatnot and stuff from the last year. The wood throws out the wood. Yeah. But, um. Book of days. Oh, man. And then, um, what the fuck else did I do? Uh, I had, I think I had a D&D game this weekend. I don't remember, to be honest. It's been so long already. Yeah, I had it on Saturday. That's why it's weird. I had a game then. That was fun. Um, and just working on, you know, just house stuff, Monster Hunter stuff, playing the t- uh, Players' Cup, winning some, losing some. It's been good. Yeah. We, I've you? also noticed... 
um, real, real quick. I also noticed yeah. our Discord has been a little bit quiet lately because everyone's been so focused on the on the Players Cup in the final week. I'm like, what's going on? What's everyone doing? <laughs> and then, and then, uh, shout out to Devin, and he brought up yeah. like the story, and I thought the same thing. He was talking about Digimon, and I literally thought we, you know. We don't talk about the Pokemon. We name it a Digimon, Pokemon, all that yeah. other fun stuff. And Aaron, yeah, and Aaron just was like, "I thought we were talking about the Digimon, as in the Digimon and Pokemon." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was sitting at work just screaming, "Ditto!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but overall, it's it's pretty good. We had a little scare halfway through the week last week. Um, Emma was exposed to a classmate that had COVID. So That's they forced scary. her to quarantine for two weeks. Uh, was supposed to be my weekend, but mm. we can't risk with Finn. So no, we had not. that, that situation. And it was, it was kind of hard because even though if they got a test, you still need four to five days to actually have a test come out positive or negative. Um, and I believe she's getting it tomorrow, but she's still on a 14-day quarantine, so I can't I can't even get her this weekend. I would just get her back Memorial Day weekend, back to being the normal weekend I was going to get her. Well, so, hopefully it's good news and nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it's also, you know, just being cautious that mm-hmm. it's like every other school. They they do sit six over six feet apart. They all wear masks, you know, but kids... Kids are kids. Kids. Uh, they, they like to wear the mask, have the nose, hang out, because they think that's, that works. You know? Uh, you don't you don't have the amount of power of hair in your nose that grown men have yet, kids, to protect mm-hmm. you from the COVID. The kids have nothing up there. I, I've lost pretty much all my hair on top, and it's all went in my nose. nose. Yeah. But luckily... Sense. But luckily, I don't. I don't have hairy ears yet. But I'm glad that's not a thing for me because I don't want hairy ears. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. And uh, no offense to anybody who has hairy ears. You're cool still. <laughs> and so we had that. And Finn's becoming super mobile now. Um, he's crawling like a champ. Um, mm-hmm. He can walk if we hold one hand. So he's walking at just you know just under 11 months, which is kind of crazy. Um, the speed between him and Emma is just is is like a totally different level, where Finn could be crawling before his one year in July, and Emma wasn't fully walking until fourteen months. So um, they do say that all those Pokédads and training and all the other fun stuff. Uh, don't compare your kids to other kids; they all grow and um, do their things individually. It doesn't mean yeah. that. It's discouraging or there's something wrong. It's just every kid is different. And honestly, Finn, I, I feel like it's lazy. He will try, <laughs> like, trying to, like, do a couple steps while he's crawling. And he'll look at me and he'll be like, oh, God, why? Why am I doing this? Just pick me up. And I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm not. But it's gotten to the point, though, putting clothes and taking clothes off him is now a pain in the ass. He wiggles. <laughs> he gets upset. Like I put, I put the like the shirt over his head, and he could be completely happy, and it goes right over his head, and his face changes, and he's like about to cry, and I'm like, "Why are you crying?" 
oh. and then then he turns into like a monkey and then he goes ah, 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 ah. and i know you can't see aaron can see me but he i got he, it like, yeah i got it he's wiggling in the in the air and it just reminds me of neil back when meg like end up getting a contract because of her dad that they were supposed to date and neil is like yeah. you gotta put your pjs on me it's like my mom's record time is three <laughs> thirty seconds or something like that and then he goes go and then meg's trying to put it on and then neil's just like kicking her in the face and you know goes way beyond 30 seconds all right meg according to the contract every night you have to put on my pajamas my mom's record is 12 seconds. Neil, I think you're old enough to- Go! Neil, would you stop kicking? It kickles! Hold That's my life right now. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> my God, buddy. Because we also put them in a swaddle. And if it, well, people don't understand what a swaddle is, it's just another fabric you can put over his body and you zip it up and then he's like, he looks like a starfish. Like he can move his hands and stuff, but he, he's just cozy because babies at this point still can't have blankets in the crib because they, they could suffocate and die. So, um, he loves this thing and I'm, we're almost getting to the point though where he's going to outgrow the biggest one and then I don't know what we're going to do. But, you know, it's our fault. You know, we're, we're the one that got him comfortable with this because it, we like sleeping and it, it helps out. But outside of that, you just got to hire Ainsley to make one, a bigger one. Oh, God. He's like, he's like six. It's like, it's time to go six. to bed, buddy. <laughs> it's just a mattress. He just like yeah. gets into the fucking. <laughs> he just, he just gets in and says, thank you, Auntie Ainsley. And then goes to sleep. Like, I'm like, I mean, oh, Ainsley, what did you do? What are those, <laughs> um, the blankets with the sleeves? That's what you get him at that point. A Snuggie? Yes, you see them snuggies at that point. The adult swaddle. What are we spreading lies of? Uh oh, guys, he's dead. Babies are allowed to have sleep sacks. Sleep sacks. I can't hear her. I I know she's she's saying that I was calling it the wrong name. Um, It's a a sleep sack. It's not not a swaddle anymore. Babies should not be in swaddles. I said in that. Um, Ainsley can make him one when he's six. So. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, he's uh, he sleeps in that, and then now he like goes all over in the crib. He'll sleep on his side, his stomach, every all that other fun stuff, and it's kind of a little weird where to just see him in there and he's like sleeping like a normal human. You're like, wait. Why aren't you on your back? And he's like, oh. <laughs> but it's good. It's good. Uh, everything's going good with him. It's crazy. It's almost been a year. Shannon's figuring out where we're going to have his one year birthday at because cool. we'll blink and July will be here and it's going to be oh, yeah. 90 degrees outside. So, yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. That reminds oh, me. Oh, reminds me. I'm finally getting, yeah. I'm getting the shed finally built. It should be built at the beginning of July. Beginning of July. Nice. It's like an eight to 10 week wait period because stuff, but I got it at the price before all the lumber went up, which is awesome. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. uh, Shan and I recently looked at it, like the price of wood was like up by 125%. Like it was, it's, it's ludicrous. Insane. Yeah. 
And then I read an article, well, not an article, someone posted on Facebook where they're like, blame Biden, where it doesn't have nothing to do with Biden, like, whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? Um, my wife has been making jokes about how she, because um, we, we were just getting rid of a bunch of different wood. We just, like, tossed out a little construction one, like, stuff like that. And she's got all this old wood that we've had for fucking ever. And she goes, honey, I can't help it. I just like old wood. That's why I like you. I was like, I just kind of stared at that her. Hurts. Yeah. yeah, and then I, I think I said something mean, but in a joking way, because me and my wife just give each other shit all the time. That's how we tell each other we love each other. Um, <laughs> and then like we continued working. I just kind of, I was just like, how dare she? How dare she? I'm what, not that old. Your, your ego hurt, huh? You're like, I am Not really. Old. You're like, I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? I don't know what happened. And then I reminded her that she's in her 30s. 30. 30. That's, how, that's how I got her. Boom. Stopped her in her place. Boom. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's get into some yep, let's do it. awesome Pokemon news. And I want to start off with a nice, sweet story. Um, Aaron, I have it in our general if you want to open it up and uh, read this very heartwarming story about a kid selling his Pokemon cards to save his puppy. Sure. I already had it open. Nice. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we need Scott for. We should just have him go read it and then just have him just send it to us. Uh, <laughs> He's in Florida he has, right now. He so. has the reader voice. He has, uh, reader so voice. he has the reader voice. So an eight-year-old boy went viral online after he sold his Pokemon trading card game items to save his sick puppy. The child was able to raise money for life-saving surgery using Nintendo collectibles. I really don't want to read this whole thing, to be honest with you. No, you can just read that. Long. It's not that long, but I, I, I was going to summarize it. Yeah, you can summarize Cause, it because I don't think anybody wants me to go. No one could have guessed that in 1998, <laughs> the Pokemon trading card could would have exploded in value one day. I no, was I so, wasn't expecting you to read it all. <laughs> I was expecting you to just be like, "This is what happens." Here's the kid's name. This is what he sold. It's yeah, a good yeah. Time. Did they actually give his name? I, yeah, I, no, his I last. I think they name. gave his last name. So, but this boy in Virginia. Um, has been, you know, clicking Pokemon train card games or cards for a while now. He's eight he years old. He had a puppy. He, he's eight years old. Uh, Bryson is his name. And his puppy, uh, Bruce. I don't know if he likes Bruce as, because it's a, starts with a B or something else. We'll find out later eventually. Um, but his dog was diagnosed with the parovirus, which I'm actually pretty sure anybody who has a dog is aware of it because there's, there's simply a vaccine for it and it can be, Deadly, obviously. So when they found the dog had the parvovirus, they needed an emergency surgery for the puppy, which cost seven hundred bucks. So what he did was he was selling his Pokemon cards on the side of the road to try to raise money for his puppy, like which is like old school lemonade stand, yeah, like so, fucking what a trooper on that. Yeah. So then um, what they did is he was he sold a couple. People caught wind of it. They started a GoFundMe page and then end up raising um, almost $2,000 for the puppy. So he wasn't, so he didn't need to sell any more of his Pokemon cards. Um, yeah. So got that done, got the money for the puppy. The puppy survived and Pokemon saved the day. So, fuck yeah, Pokemon. And hopefully he used some of that extra money that he got to buy backs or buy some other Pokemon cards that he wanted. Yeah, for and sure. And save the rest for college. Or like invest it in like Dogecoin. 
and Dogecoin. No, AMC third, <laughs> uh, AMC right now, buddy. That's a hot ticket. So cool. I have AMC. I haven't paid attention to the shit. <laughs> <laughs> and like it was, it raised like seven straight days in a row or something like that. So cool. Yeah, good job. Uh, shout out to one of our Patreon, Kevin. He he messaged me and he's like, "Yo, you should jump on this." So I told Shannon yesterday, and then Shannon jumped on it. So that's awesome. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. But um, other exciting news, Aaron. We got the name yes. of the next set coming out in August, and we don't even have Chillin' Rain yet. Are you excited? I am because it's very pretty. I like the colors. Oh, nice. Um, Evolving Skies yeah. is the name of the next next Pokemon set dropping on August 29th, which I had to double check because normally, like normally <laughs> in a normal world, Pokemon drops on the second Friday of the month when it's the month of a new set. And then the last two sets been dropping on the third Friday. So I kept telling everyone, I was like, it's August 20th. And then someone on Instagram was like, no, no, man, it's, uh, it's August 29th. And I was like, what? That's the last, that's the last Friday. That doesn't make any sense. And I'm looking, I'm looking it up and I'm in, and then like Pokey Guardian, Pokey Beach, Twitter. It was August 29th. I was like, oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> uh, so, not not really much to say. I was trying to make a joke about it, but uh, Aaron knew knew it already, so that kind of took the air out I of the did. Moon. I'm super because... super proud of you. Our Discord <laughs> I mean, was talking it's, about it. It's literally right there in the general chat, like four messages up. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I got this. Uh, people people are like, oh, so shining fates, hidden fates, um, evolution sky. I'm sorry, evolving skies and. Um, Oh, I just had it on top of my head. Chilling rain? Uh, no, 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 no. The roaring skies. So ah. they're going, they're going all the way back to 20, 2015. And they're like, you know, roaring skies. Pokemon are running out of ideas. I'm like, I don't know. The second team's Rayquaza. Like, that's that roaring skies and Rayquaza. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want. Like, <laughs> um, so Sword and Shield set number seven. It's not confirmed, but you can expect it to be skyscraping perfect and blue sky stream. The next Japan set will be part of the evolving skies and maybe Eevee heroes. Uh, there's, you know, the play on words with evolving. So, you know, there's a lot of Eevee cards or oh, yeah. evolving in that. So, um, we'll see, or it might be part of the anniversary set. We still, still don't know. Nothing's confirmed, but again, we have that on August 29th to get you pumped. And any, anytime we get more news, even stuff that's further down the road, when we have like stuff that are now, I always think of the conversation with Scott when he's like, yeah. sometimes Pokemon is really hard to keep up with. <laughs> and I, you know, and in my head, I'm like, well, yeah, they got to keep, they got to keep fishing you. They got to keep getting you excited. And in the back of my head, I'm just like, yep. Yeah, and, uh, just waiting for chilling rain. To drop next month, which is kind of crazy because I feel like Battle Styles like just dropped. But I think yeah. due to the fact that uh, the Vivid Voltage and Battle Styles was such a long gap 
like the you know having that one last month kind of sped everything up for me. So I'm just like, but whoa, chilling rain. Whoa, make sure you hit collectible kings. <laughs> just it. I got nothing. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 really excited. They also announced like a product drop that is something back from 2004 that we're getting in August, and I had it up on my phone. Oh yeah, it's right here. So they're releasing a new Battle Stadium box in August. Not much is known about it outside that it'll be releasing the same time as. Uh, Evolving Skies, and it's based off of the Pokemon TCG EX Battle Stadium. So back in 2004, it was released. It was basically a two-player theme deck that covered... uh, It's pretty much for intermediate players, so like a level two. You get the two decks that came with some booster packs, um, some fun coins and stuff like that, and uh, Pokemon is going to release it. Same concept again. Um, this summer, so I th- I felt like that was that was kind of cool when it comes to that. But um, other other fun news is I don't know if Aaron did or not, but I told him to. Uh, did you listen to Electric by Katy Perry? I, I did. Did you watch the video too? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I mean I. I mean, I, I, for, I don't know who knows what kind of music I listen to. I usually <clears throat> listen to punk, rock, metal. That's my genre of music for the most part. I like some instrumental stuff. Um, but it was a good song. I, 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 I sent it to my wife and she's like, I already saw this. I was like, well, you suck. Yeah, because why'd <laughs> she tell you about it? My goodness. Right. <laughs> uh, but, um, no, I thought it was a good song. Um, I, I like that. For those who, I feel like those who aren't, like don't see the music video, won't correlate it to Pokemon, which I think is perfectly okay. And then I think at the same time, those who watch the video, those from the Pokemon community, can appreciate what's going on, like the music video and the song itself. It's a good song. So, I I liked it. I was impressed. I'm surprised. I am so surprised. Okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, so fun fact, as I was editing the episode last Thursday, I was getting everything set up and then I was looking to put in during our break and I was like, I want to know if I can find a snippet of Electric and just play it like during our break, like a nice little snippet of it. And I end up catching the premiere at like 11 o'clock at night and I watched it. And then, you know, when stuff goes on Spotify, we can use it on our podcast through Anchor because they have the music we're allowed to use music because it's linked to Spotify. And right. uh, I was like, F it. I popped it on there. And then and then I had it up where everyone was listening the same day when Pokedads dropped, you were able to listen to Electric. Um, it's fine. Like, like you, you, you nailed it 100%. If you're not watching it, you're not going to know it's a Pokemon song whatsoever. Um, they have Pikachu and uh, Pichu. 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 Which is kind of it's kind of cool. It's like I guess it's like her. It's like a story of going in the past and helping her achieve her dreams or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's 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 fine. It's fine. It I give it better Pokemon related 
points for her than the Post Malone cover. So I agree. I mean, I think yeah, I, I can remember even what the last one who was or whatever. Um, because I don't listen to that kind of music either. But yeah. I, my wife listens to this kind of music, so I, I hear stuff like this a lot. Um, and this is like a song where I wouldn't be annoyed if she put it on in the car. Like I'm, I could listen to this song multiple times and not just be put in a bad mood. Because there's some songs where I'm just like, I don't want to listen to this stuff. And she has the same thing with me. She's like, your no, your music is rackety. I'm like, I like my rackety music. Damn it. <laughs> there's nothing rackety. She says that about MXPX. There's nothing rackety about MXPX, man. <laughs> Anything involving multiple things going on. It's not just like a guitar. Because she likes country. She likes, you know, pop and stuff like that. Um, but, I mean, it's a, yeah, it, I it is definitely a um, it's a song I could listen to and tolerate. And maybe on occasion, like, tap my fingers too unknowingly. You're like, damn it! It's electric! <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Okay, uh, two more things. And then we're going to do some emotional time with Rick. It's going to be a good time. Again. Um Poke, the Pokemon card game, uh, or the Pokemon company, has issued an apology to all the lovely people in Japan with the whole lottery system on EV Heroes. It, uh, they're sorry the situation. They had apologized for any inconvenience caused by the customers that did not manage to purchase the product. Pokemon card game is generally in high demand beyond their expectations, and a lot of products have been out of stock. Since the announcement last year, they have been working to improve the production system, but they are very sorry, and they have been able to fully meet the needs of their customers. So, I I honestly, Aaron, it's... I guess it's nice with the problems we're having here is also happening yeah. in Japan, I guess. So, it's not well, like... I, yeah, I mean, they also talked about what... what um, Boo, when she was on, was talking about like how people from over here are buying up those those boxes and everything like that and packs, which is which is also it's the scalpers limiting supply in Japanese cards and in you know English cards. Yeah, but so it's rough. And then over here, uh, we missed the the news last week, but Walmart and Target have officially stopped selling Pokemon cards at the store. Yep. Um, I think I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure, but you could still order them online. You just can't you can't just buy them on the shelf at the store. Um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I've I've got mixed results about it, and also maybe for pickup too. Like you could order and then go there and pick it up at Target and Walmart. Which it's just it's this is sad, man. This is mm-hmm. this is really sad. I don't know how this is gonna affect the long term. For yeah. collectors, I don't know how this is going to affect for children because the whole point is to get new people involved. Is those kids mm-hmm. wanting to draw? I'm sorry, the, to grab packs. They were on good behavior. They were able to get there to, and spark that love. And now it's making it harder. Where it just seems like it's adults or nothing at at this point, right? Because it's not like yeah. an eight year old. I was I was lucky. I, I will. I'll say shop. a quick story. Yeah. Uh, I lived, I lived in a town where I was walking distance from a card shop. And for me, that was, I, at that, for me, that felt norm, right? And I guess that's not really normal at all. And when Pokemon, when Jungle and Fossil uh, was released, I was able to go wake up in the morning, wait in a line with a few people and grab packs. And that was, that was the world. And 
when it comes to some local card shops, you know, they, they will exploit what's happening too. Cause they know right now a booster pack of vivid voltage could sell for $10. So they're going to sell it for $10. And as a kid, I felt for that too. There's a comic book store out in the Midwest area. There's there's some here in Illinois. There's one in Wisconsin. Uh, it's called Graham Cracker Comics. And there was one in the, my town. I won't say hometown. I moved a lot as a kid. So um, I remember going to the comic book store and basic was like impossible to find. And they had the, the, like the Costco one where it's the booster pack and it was in the, in the plastic container, right? Like you would buy a, I'm not, I'm not describing it right. Like when you buy an action figure, you know, it's in the packaging. Well, the Pokemon yeah. pack was in the packaging. And I asked my mom, I was like, Oh my God, that's a basic Pokemon. And uh, she's like, oh, okay. So we, we grab it, we're bringing it up. And the guy was like, that's $10 and whatever, seven cents. And my mom was like, for one pack of Pokemon cards. And I looked at it and I was like, please. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. It's, it's tough. And I want to say like, everyone keeps saying those, like once the pandemic gets, you know, fully underway, or, like we're slowly getting there. Everything's feeling more normal every day. I don't know if that's the case, man. I don't know right now that that is the case. I feel like the situations with Pokemon, with this whole scalper, whatever is going on, it's, it's here for a while. I feel like, mm-hmm. cause it's not, it's just not getting better, it feels like. No, I agree with you on that. It's I don't I don't think when we transition out of, you know, being stuck at home most of the time, which we're I mean, most cases a lot of places are starting to open up a bit more. It's it's not gonna change it. Our our issue isn't the everyday person trying to get these packs out. The issues are these scalpers, these bots that are taking advantage that what are doing this even if there was a pandemic or not they're still gonna do it yeah so until this hype dies down somehow which who knows if it ever will this is gonna be a problem where we may have to implement you know the the one pack per person type of idea that they were implementing prior which and which i i like that the the two weeks that you were able to do it i i went in i was like whoa elite trader box yeah or or yes. Urshifu box? That's fine. I it was just it's just like whatever. It's addicting. I I understand that. I but I'm fine. Just every once in a while, just open because I've said it in the past. If if there was in you know in person tournaments, it'd be a different story because I would want to buy cards that I need to make a deck. Well, I'm not I'm not there right now. I don't need to. So right. like. Anything I open and pull, I'm not, I'm like, I don't collect. I'm, okay, I'll, I'll take back. I do collect the sets that are out now when we started this podcast. So, like, we have yep. almost Sword and Shield finished, uh, Rebel Clash is finished, uh, Darkness of Blaze is probably not. And then we start hitting the, the drought, and I know uh, Vivid Voltage is brutal 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 i'm missing a lot of reverse hollows a lot of full art cards but hey we got a pikachu so that that's that's where it's at and in battle styles i've outside of what we opened during the week i probably opened less than 20 packs so i have i have even started a 
battle styles binder yet. So, but yeah, no, I get it. I mean, in my in my case, I typically am not going to end up going to just kind of. I I don't go to card shops that often anymore. I haven't done that since freaking was it? Uh, Whoever one was in downtown Devons. Uh, yeah, I mean that's the last time I went to one. I don't ever go to them. Like if I was grabbing Pokemon cards, it would have been from like Target or Walmart because it's like I go there with my wife. I'm gonna see if there's Pokemon cards here, and that's kind of how I always did it. I don't go out of my way to to go buy them. So I feel you. Sucks. <sighs> Hopefully it'll change eventually. Yeah, and and for us too uh, because we were on our team challenge. But yeah, paper paper and plastic have like their whole they have a whole case full. Of single cards. So um, I feel like once we start doing more stuff with them, uh, we have that at our disposal. And uh, Collectible Kings, too, they they have a lot of singles that I keep telling PJ, like, we got to get those posts online. And then he just is like, <laughs> he's like, well, they sell well at the store anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. That's yeah. good. All right. Well, one, one last thing. They, uh, Chilling Rain, we, the current set that's dropping next month, uh, they gave the, the official card count. We talked about it. So the biggest set out here at 198 cards, excluding secret rares. And secret rares for us are the rainbow, so uh, the hyper rares and the gold cards are considered secret rares in America. And so between Matchless Fighter, Skyscraping Perfect, and Blue Sky Stream, each set contains, um, what, what was it? Each set contains seventy cards, right? Mm-hmm. So matchless fighters, and then the two, the two sky sets equals to two hundred and ten cards, right? That means yeah. we're twelve cards short coming to chilling rain, which is kind of normal, right? Um, sometimes we don't get everything that came out in prior sets. Uh, we can start with Alakazam. Right, Alakazam V card didn't come in Vivid Voltage. We got its full art in Vivid Voltage, but his V card was in a special box. So there was an Alakazam box, and the same situation happened with Surfetch. Uh, his his card was in one area, and his full art was only in Vivid Voltage. And, and now with the new Galarian Ponyta, not Ponyta, Galarian Rapidash, that is here with us. Which should have been in Chillin' Rain. So there's, there, they do things different here in America where it's yeah. like, all right, this is going here and here. But what's, what's different though is Japanese sets separate their ultra rares or their secret rares different than us. As I said prior, it's the hyper rares and the gold cards are our secret rares. In yeah. Japan, full art trainers, full art cards, Hyper rares, gold cards, all of them are considered secret. So, adding adding that on from the the current set between uh, Matchless Fighter, which had fourteen uh, secret rares, and then the other two sets had thirteen each, made a grand total of a hundred. I'm sorry, two hundred and. 152 or 100, I'm sorry, 250 cards. So it ends up being that 52 cards are missing from the last three sets that were coming here to America. 
which is kind of a lot. Large uh, amount, yeah. So it's it's interesting. I'm not going to go up and open like every V card that has been like confirmed or not confirmed. Um, mm-hmm. We all know we're going to get the Galarian birds because they're on the pack art, and then we're going to get the the ice and the psychic horse, the the whatever the Pokemon is called, Clanex, Clanex, Clanax. Uh, I'll worry about it when the set Pokedad comes out. Pokedad. You don't even know it either. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, but I don't try to pronounce it. Yeah, so That's the trick. But now they're <laughs> like, oh, Pokedad Rick's talking about this card. And I'm like, yeah, you're welcome. So it's it's interesting. But I just wanted I just wanted to say that. Like it will be interesting to see where it goes with these with these card numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause there was a lot of full arts. And gold cards from the GX era that we never got here. And we've talked about it. Like, uh, the Rushes are, we never yeah. got their gold card here. We never got the Picarom card here. Um, so it's, it, I guess it's kind of normal, but, but like back in the XY, they had a, a big box that came out near the end of the XY going into Sun Moon where the, like all the promos that didn't come here were in that box. And then secretly we were hoping we would get something like that for, uh, in the States, which probably would have maybe if we didn't have this pandemic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there was a lot of things that were cut off the schedule. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what else you, you have really nothing to say, right? Like, you're just like, yeah, it's weird. It'll be interesting to see where things out. I just felt like people should know that there'll be 52 cards that are missing from chilling rain. So, yeah, no, I don't have anything else to add to that. You are absolutely right. Let's just see what happens. I love it. Cue the music. Grinds my okay. I would love to make this a grind. I don't know if it's going to be a grind, but I'm going to do my best. And Aaron, you brought this up. Okay. We were watching Adam play today, and mm-hmm. you were asking about stream delay. Um, Adam was very kind where he doesn't want to get hints or people telling him what to do in the chat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no one's really going to stop you. Like, I watch streamers all the Pokey Chip, uh, Celio's Network. Uh, who else have I been watching? Um, oh shit, I can't think of. I'm missing. I'm missing another big, big streamer. But they don't. Uh, they don't like. Well, you can't tell me what to do. They'll do it. They'll do. They're there to have a good time. You're there to watch. You're there to learn. But where I draw the line is there's this thing that happened on Twitter recently. And it's been stream sniping. Yep. And it has become very common the past week or so. And it goes goes back to the point where do streamers need to have a delay super far and then also block their hands? But it's it's just it's such a it's such a terrible thing to like people cheat. We we understand that. We I've experienced it. I'm not, not much in Pokemon because I haven't played real, but I experienced it a shitload in Yu-Gi-Oh! And, uh-huh. Um, Billy. <laughs> yes, Billy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I understand that even in like, certain tournaments when it comes off of like that's using the Battle.net system and all that other mumbo-jumbo where uh, they'll try to submit they won before the match is even over. And then the person that actually won doesn't get to submit because the 
the person that lost submit that they won. Oh. And you're just like, well, that's that's really that's really shitty. Um, I think what I want to talk, Aaron, mostly about is I feel like streamers shouldn't be forced to like block their hands, right? Like you watch mm-hmm. Tricky Jim, Trainer Chip, um, Azul. Oh, that how did I forget fucking Azul? Uh, <laughs> they all have it out there, right? And people discuss because most of the time when you're watching someone play, it's maybe a little bit of entertainment, but also learning to be better, right? Because you're watching these quote unquote Pokey Dad, Pokey Dads, <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah, Pokey Dads. Everybody's a Pokey Dad. Yeah. Um, you're watching these pros and learning. So if you're, you don't get to see the hand, you don't see what's going on. He's not discussing it. I don't feel like it's fair that the, the streamer has to be like, well, I'm just not going to show my hand. And then now I'm going to affect my audience because I have people that are trying to learn this game and trying to get better. You know, like it's, it sucks because it's, I'll let you. I'll let you give your thoughts. Sorry, I had one more thing. What sucks is like you think of PTCGO, and this thing was developed and released, I believe, 2011. Don't quote on me. I, I believe it's 2011. So this thing's been out for like 10 years. Um, streaming wasn't a thing back when PTCGO dropped. Right? There's there's not that special stuff where you can hide your name. Uh, delays any of this stuff where apex has or Fortnite, where they have they have things in place to try to prevent stream sniping so we're we're working on this platform where at this point in internet standards is like a super old man right mm. it just it's it's just tough it's just, it's just so frustrating because there's a lot of work you have to do to even run PTCGO, we can't just challenge somebody and just play somebody. We got to f- talk to the person. We got to add their name. We got to then request the battle. Then we play them, and then we'll probably never see them again. And you probably will just delete the name because you're only allowed 250 names saved on PTCGO. And and we call it, and then you call it a day. It's, it's super frustrating. The platform is super frustrating. And then added on that you're expecting people to be decent human beings and let people play fairly go right out the fucking window. And it's hard. It's hard. I, I would love to just be like, you caught someone just sniping me and I'd just be like, oh, so you saw me about to use Marty before I used Marty. All right, man. All right. <laughs> Okay, I guess I think it's it's my turn. My turn now. Now you in in this case are new to the streaming world. I would say in terms of actually streaming, um, I have been doing this since. Am I have been twenty eleven when I was doing this? Um, I can't remember when StarCraft came out or how long it's been because I've been I started streaming right after I met my wife, which is eh, twenty twelve or so, and um. Stream sniping has always, always been a thing. Which I, I not always a. Yeah, I understand I that. Like I know it's not a new thing. I'm I'm just saying it's just becoming more common in the Pokemon world because there was this big uproar on Twitter the past week. So, and this is obviously explains how me and Zoro Dad ended up playing each other in the Players Cup when I wasn't streaming 
like two days ago. He obviously knew I was streaming, timed it by hacking into my computer and did it. Um, I lost to him, which is why I'm salty. No, <laughs> I mean, I did lose to him. It was, I just had a horrible hand, but what did this the, happen? I don't even know this happened. Me and me and Zoro dad ended up playing in the players cup in first round the fucking, um, same decks. So we were both playing boombox and I used, I, my hand was like, this is the worst hand ever. I'm so dead. <laughs> there was no chance to win. I even had the advantage of when to go, but the cards were just not in my favor and there was nothing I could do. Um, okay. it was fun though. It was good. I let him kill me. I, I didn't even, I didn't even concede. I let him finish off my Pokemon. <laughs> Cause he's like, but, no matter what, I have to wait till the next round anyways. <laughs> um, I mean, I tried. There was a chance. But it was a chance in hell. Um, but either way, stream typing has been a thing since forever. A streamer, you have to expect it. So yes, in terms of when you're doing something competitive, like the Players' Cup, you are more than likely should be on a two to three minute delay, if not a five minute delay, just to prevent stream sniping. It is the only thing that you can do in terms of tournament play. If you are not in tournament play, and someone wants to stream snipe you while you're testing out a deck or just playing for fun on stream, who gives a fuck? Fuck the person who, who does the stream snipe, unless they're playing, like, they just want to try to play against you, and then fucking mute your stream and play. That, I think, is okay. If you want to play me, and you end up getting against me, and you don't watch my hand and play, you just get to play against me, I think that's perfectly okay. Now, if you're specifically playing a deck that is to counter my deck, that's still a douchebag move. But if you want to play, I'm going to play this deck. It's, you know, a normal standard deck. Cool. Go for it. It's just a streamer. It's you're streaming for entertainment, but there's also that that risk. So in tournament type play, it's expected for you to have a delay. It's going to slow down your responses to your chat. And your chat has to also understand that too. Because there's not much you can do otherwise about it. So we can all be pissed off about it. There's nothing we can do about it. There's no way to stop it unless you put a delay. And accept that it's going to happen and that you're going to be a little bit slow on responding to your chat. Put in your stream title. Streaming PTCGO. Two minute delay. Because even, even if a stream sniper knows there's a two minute delay, the chance of them getting in the same queue as you is unlikely because you're not going to queue. When you queue, it's two minutes in the past, you know, <laughs> is when you execute that they see it. So it's the likelihood isn't a big deal. Yeah. One of those two things. How does that work? Yeah. How does that work, though, with, with the chat? Like, so they say something, and then the, I don't see it for five minutes? Other way around. Um, in this case, your chat will type it to whatever you said two minutes ago or five minutes ago. Okay. So I'd be like, oh, what did I, what did I say? Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, no. no, use the use the Marnie! And you're like five minutes into a new game? Marnie? I don't have a Marnie. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it also prevents that type of play too of your audience telling you how to play or what you missed because it's already happened in the past. And we can't and go back you, as soon as the, the tournament, as soon as the tournament ends, you switch, you, you stop the stream, you bring it right back up without the delay. So that way you can talk to them in real time. And that's what you have to do. It happens in all, like, StarCraft's the one I always used to watch back when it was really super enjoyable to watch. Um, StarCraft 2, clarify. I, um, <laughs> and they, the, the, the people that were streaming online games had to have a stream delay 
for that very reason, so that um you don't run into those problems of people watching you play. Because a five minute time frame in StarCraft is massive. Um, but in that, that same case, when you're playing against, trying to queue up against them, it minimizes that risk. I like it. I like it. So uh, be nice. Be nice. Be nice. And yes, I'm, I mean in tournament play. I'm not talking about just having fun streaming. Uh, yeah. To clarify, I, I'm not. I'm not emotional time with Rick because of that. It's more that the games that I'm playing are meaningful. But don't get me wrong. Yeah. Stream my streaming games are meaningful too when I'm hanging out and talking to people. But you know yeah. what I mean. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be a jerk. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. Well, uh, that was that emotional. was it was emotional grind with Rick. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, that was perfect. That's perfect. Mm. All right, we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Bye. Right.
Welcome back. What's up? What's up? I have nothing really exciting to continue this next segment. Nothing funny. Yep. That's a show. Bye. Yeah, that's a show. Bye. So we're a little late. It's like a little over a week, but I felt like this is a good opportunity to talk about um, this Mewtwo. Uh, God, it's like a t- this Mewtwo and Urshifu deck that they're calling it. Mm-hmm. What was it? Fushu? No. Fu- uh, I had the name on the top of my head. How did you I do have the name? Fum- uh, Fumu? That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't sound right. Mewfu? Mewfu. Yeah, Mewfu. 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 Yes. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Um, it won a tournament, and then it took second in a different tournament last week. And uh, Cilio's Network did a kind of like, you know, a traditional YouTube video where he talks about what's in the deck. He talks about it for like three minutes, and then he jumps on and plays people, which it, it's fine. I just – I don't feel like – the people that do the the deck videos don't really dig deep into like what the deck does. Yeah. And sometimes I'm always like, I want to know more. Like, it's cool that I'm watching you play, but like the first, I think the first match he goes into, he's like, I don't think I'm going to need, I'm not, I'm not even going to use Urshifu here. I was like, okay, that's cool. Why is Urshifu in the deck? <laughs> <laughs> why, why aren't you playing a normal psychic Mew three then or something like that? So, I felt like this would be cool to just like talk, compare, and what makes makes the this deck tick. And Aaron, I'll, I'll give it up to you. Do you want to talk about what's normal in a psychic Mew deck, or do you want to talk about this uh, Mushu deck first? Let's go and let's do it. Let's do the original one first. I think uh, that makes more sense. Then we can go into the differences after. All right, that sounds wonderful, man. Okay, so um. The Mew this the Mew three deck the Mew three psychic deck is I mean it's for the most part I would say very similar to Boombox or any other Mew three deck you're seeing where you are using Mew three with many of the different tag teams to um, use their abilities with Mew three. So yeah. in the case of this one specifically, it, we I'll run through the deck and then I'll kind of go over um, a bit. I think is what I'll do. Sounds good. So in the original deck, we have Mew three. We have we run three Mew threes, two Jirachi GXs, which is the one that has the ability that makes so that your psychic Pokemon are unaffected, don't have a weakness. Yeah. Two Dedendes, uh, via Plume GX. I'm a fan. <laughs> uh, you have the I can't read this one right now, and I apologize. It is the Trevenant and Duskull. Yep. Tag team, I believe. You got it. Uh, a Reshazard, the Incineroar GX. Gengar and Mimikyu. Gritania and some other Pokemon. Uh, ch- uh, the shark. Jibchar. Jib, uh, and it's Gar- Gartina. Gartina and... Uh, Which I anyways. don't have that one, of course. I have the deck list for the other one that I can read, but not for this one. So yeah, it's Gartina and... Um, Garchomp. 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 Yeah. Okay. I said to repeat it, but I can't even tell what it is. It's too small of a text. So Garchomp. Uh, you run one of those. You run one Elgas V, one Crobat V, 
four Marnies, three Professor Researchers, three Bosses Orders, a Malo and Lana, Guzman and Hala, four Switches, four Quick Balls, four Cherish Balls, two Tag Switches, two Tag Calls, two Stealthy Hoods, which I can understand why, <laughs> two Big Charms, a Reset Stamp, Air Balloon, one Chaotic Swell, four Horror Energy, four Aurora Energy. Uh, f- yeah, four Aurora Energy. Sorry, I had some noise come up, up and it was freaking me out. I have no idea how this <laughs> happened. And two... <laughs> Psychic energy. So you run a grand total of 10 energy in this deck. Now, the purpose of the deck is using your Jirachi GX to place down to counter really any other Mew 3 deck you're going to go against. Using Mew 3, you'll use your different GXs like Viaplume early on for easy damage. You'll use your... Um, you really use a different abilities depending on the situation. Like the Dust Skull and Trebnant one allows you to attack, deal 130, and discard two cards or return two cards to your opponent's deck from their hand for kind of a hand control. Yep. You have your Gengar and Mimikyu, their GX, obviously, where it lets you both draw seven cards and they can't use any of them on their turn. And, of course, Gengar's ability, which is uh, Poltergeist, where for every supporter, or I believe, or trainer every, they have I in their hand. Yeah, every trainer card, yeah. Yeah, every trainer card they have in their hand does 50 damage. So it works out great in that situation. Um, the Gratania and Garchomp is actually really great. Um, Pokedead Adam ran into one of these, I think actually because of the Urshifu one, that is just deadly versus Mad Party. Uh, it, it's one energy, deals 40 damage to any one Pokemon. Along with... Remind me what that one does, Rick, for the other two abilities. I do not remember off the top of my head. Oh, it has three attacks, but that, it's not all. It's the main, that one attack is just fine. It's, that's where yeah. it really is, uh, where, where it goes out with. And, um, and then outside of that, you know, you got your Elder Goss to grab supporters and Crobats to con- mm-hmm. consistent. What, what it, it really relies heavily on. It's, you know, it's very situational, of course, but it's crazy that the amount of energies, you know, you're playing eight special energies and then just two normal energies. There's no acceleration, yeah. so everything is like um slow, slow and steady. Usually, like I'm trying to think to pull off a lot of these taxes a lot of turns that like am I missing anything? Well, not really. So because okay, with one energy, one psychic energy, which is what you're gonna kind of run in this deck. You have the Gutania, I'm probably saying Garantina. Garantina, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, her The one attack for 40 damage to any Pokemon is a potential early sniper, a, a basic Pokemon. You have your Gengar and Mimikyu uh, GX to stall out your opponent on their next turn, making the preventing them from turn, uh, being able to go, which then gives you at least a second energy uh, early on before they even get their first one out or really get their setup going. You also have the Viaplume for that second turn of yours for that 180 from her attack which then sets you up for the Duskull and actually let me try to get this name right because I, I like it yeah the Trebnant and Dus, uh, Dusk Snore Dus- yeah okay yeah I yep yep so for that one for the Incineroar GX for the Gritanian Garchomp. There's so many setups that you can do. Getting your Gengar out, stalling them for one turn, via plume, and then one of your three energy it costs. Yeah. It's very... It might be a build-up, but there's an effective build-up for it. 
Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good counter. The second attack for Garchomp and Garantina is uh, for one Psychic, one Fighting, and one Colorless, one sixty plus. If your opponent's active, uh, no, sorry, if your opponent's active, if yeah, if your opponent's active Pokemon already has any damage counters on it, this attack does eighty more damage. So, ah. so do a whopping two forty for three energy. Yeah, which is, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's it's all right. So, and then they have GG end. It's her GX attack. Discard one of your opponent's Pokemon and all the cards attached to it. Yeah. As this Pokemon has at least three extra fighting energies attached to it, an additional of the energy cost. Discard two of your opponent's Pokemon instead. So, that's which a- is pretty insane. Yeah. I mean, just the normal. You never get that because you do all this like fuck your card. You like a Cinescorch VMAX. Yeah, six energies on it. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just gone. You know, no no prizes are rewarded, but it's just it's no. just gone. So that's a such a heavy reset with that ability, though, which is so nice. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's the the basic plan is to get those cards in your discard pile, play your Mew three, and crush your opponents. Yeah, and then using. Uh, Gengar Mimikyu's GX is probably the most common thing because they'll give you an extra turn to build yep. up energy, um, which will go into the um, the Mewfu deck. Mewfu, Mewfu. Am I still saying that wrong? Mewfu. Is that right? Uh, um, where that they run two copies instead of one because they really, really heavily rely on using um, what is the name of the GX attack. I'm blanking. I got this. I got this. Whorehouse? Oh, yeah. Whorehouse. You're the best. Thanks. Whorehouse. Um, yeah. What a whorehouse? <laughs> <laughs> Gengar mimic you lose $500. Oh, man. <laughs> discard, your fi- discard your hand. Um, <laughs> where it, it's it's very important to, to pull out that extra turn. So... But yeah, it's good, and um, I was going to just talk about separate, but it, it's kind of useless. But uh, the card of the week this week is Mewtwo and Mew Three, um, Mew Three, Mewtwo and Mew, and just the resurgence this card has had the past couple months um, is incredible. Because as we were starting Pokédads back in August 2019 of Worlds, um, Mew Three won. The whole thing. It was it was mm-hmm. the deck to have. Everyone was playing this deck. You were playing a lot of mirrors until Zashin from Sword and Shield dropped in, and you started seeing ADP everywhere. Um, before we get into the other deck, Aaron, like, why do you think right now the meta is so heavily on all these different Mew three decks lately? You know, I was just thinking kind of about that, and actually, I kind of hate it that it is such a big meta right now. Because I feel like that points to a problem with Pokemon's design right now. In terms of this, there is there out of all the new decks and sets we've gotten since Mew Three's been out, or you know since we started playing, nothing like there's a couple. There's you know your Eternatus. There is, I mean, really, there's Eternatus that's been sitting around for a long time. Is pretty high up. Yeah, because um, we had Sinuscorch for a little bit, but then. Uh, Victini came on the scene, and now it's yeah a better a better deck to play than. I just feel like for a lot of decks, Grass, for example, does not have anywhere else to go. 
And I think that I, I, I really like thinking about this, like fighting in this case. You're, you know, a Mewfu. You have to run Mew3 to, to help counter that because there's not really much else you can do if you're running against another psychic deck like this. And the reason they're running it is really because they're like, you're, you're, because everybody else is running it already. You need a, you need a counter. So I am not a fan right now as much of Mew3 right now as I'm thinking about it. But I think that the resurgence it is, is that all the places where, all these new decks and stuff are weak is because of how Pokemon has been pushing out their new sets. For sure. And it's like the cycle weakness for sure. Yeah. I mean, cause we're not, we're not, we're seeing these new, like the colossal deck we were hoping to see pop out the, uh, I mean, is at least doing better right now, but there's just yeah. like, I mean, for in the case of grass for grass to really hit its streak, it had to use a fucking second Pokemon <laughs> like son of a bitch. But it feels so good. <laughs> I mean, it's fun to play, but I, I think it's a flaw because what happens as soon as all these tag teams go away? They're now uh, we're we're, cr- they're, we're crushing down potentially the viability of a lot of decks. That's fine because then it builds new decks. It's like a breath of fresh air, baby. Bye bye. I would like to see that breath already. <laughs> August, oh well, September will be here quick, man. So yeah. That's that's interesting, but I I think we're yeah we've seen the resurgence because there's nowhere else to really go. I hundred percent feel the same. Um, it's at first I'm like wow we're getting all these amazing new decks. Um, it's, it's a breath of fresh air, and then you're like, wait a minute, what's you play Mew three? Do you play Mew three? Okay, everyone <laughs> raise your hands who are not playing Mew three. Oh damn. Eternus doesn't raise their yeah. hand. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk into it where everyone's like, well, it's just a psychic, uh, psychic Mew 3 deck, but adding Rapid Strike Urshifu, which is, it's just, it's not that. There's a little bit more to it. And um, when Aaron's done prepping his delicious drink, mm-hmm. he will. This is promotion beer or booze. Promotion beer booze. Promotion beer booze. Ah, man. I've been I've been slowly drinking my Goose Island variety pack, and it's almost gone. And then I'll be a sad panda. That reminds me, we also bought a Ninja Foodie this weekend too. It was on sale. I don't know what that is. We replaced our we replaced our it's a um it's a air fryer, but also we can toast. It's like a toaster oven air fryer. Oh, cool, cool. So we replaced our big like egg shaped air fryer. And our toaster that only had like one side working. Congrats, man! Yeah, it's cool. Cool, cool. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about this so, and move on. All right. So, uh, the Mew. I had it up, and apparently I did not open it because I did not find that one. Where the fuck did they go? There they are. I'm smart. So he did this it. This is also quite blurry, but I will get through it. So, I'll help you. The uh, Mew, uh, it's fine. The Mew Foo deck uses much of the same as the Mew 3 psychic, psychic deck. It has a Crobat V, the Gratania and Garchomp. It runs a two Urshifu line, the Rapid Strike version, not the single strike. Aldegas V, it runs two Dedendes. 
two Gengar Mimikyu's, which is the difference between the one and the two previously, two Jirachi GX's, a Latios GX, I believe. Yep, correct. Two Mew 3's, one Trevenant and Dusnoir, three Cherish Balls, two Pokemon Communications, two Pokemon yep. four Quick Balls, one Reset Stamp, four Switches, two Tag Calls, two Chaotic Swells, three Bosses Orders, one Guzman and Hala, one Malo and Lana, four Marnies, two Professor's Researches, an Air Balloon, the Karate Belt, a Stealth Hood, three Rapid Strike Energies, four Aurora Energies, and four Horror Energies. Nice. So a grand total of 13 Energies, and three of them set for directly for Rapid Strike Urshifu. Well, it's 11. What? What did I do? 4, 8, 9, 10, 11. Oh, my God. All right. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Math 101, everybody. So so they're replacing two of the normal psychic energies with two rapid strikes and replacing another card for the the last one. Yeah. So in this case, Vileplume is gone. uh, Incineroar. Let's see. Yeah, so it's pretty much a, they drop Vileplume, Incineroar, and uh, Reshazard, and they added uh, another Gengar, dropped one Mewtwo, and then added a 2-2 line of Urshifu Rapid, I mean, yeah, Rapid Strike. And yep, they also added in the Latios GX. Yeah, which the Latios... Uh, Main attack is like, I believe it's 100 and it does 120 and prevents all damage from tag team Pokemon. So you could, you could pop that down, rock that attack if you're going against tag team Pokemon and you won't be hit. Mm -hmm. And then it has the GX ability where it removes your opponent's ability to use their GX. So you could call it the ADP killer. So you can play this. It's only for it's one psychic energy. So you play you play this, you GX, and then your opponent can't use their GX for the rest of the game. Yep. So um, what what that makes it a valid option, I guess, if you're trying to figure it out or if you need the extra turn, but what makes this deck like what well, I guess gel is doing the mimic mimic you and Gengar um, horror house. So you get that extra turn because that, that's extra turn to one evolve rapid strike or shifu if you need to add an extra energy because again there's no acceleration and you lose that effect of like even a simple vileplume where vileplume is two energy for 180 if you have no damage counters the, that is out the window. Um, I'm trying to remember what was what's the special about rapid strike energy? It's just it it plays as two energy. It counts as two. It counts as two, yeah. One water and fighting, right? Um, it counts as two fighting energy. Just two fighting energy? Or or it counts as two fighting or two water, to be more correct. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, where, so what? So you attach that and then attach a normal energy and you're able to pounce. And then, of course, after you use it, you discard all the energies on Urshifu. Um but 120 to two Pokemon does add up super quickly. It's uh, it's deadly, 
It's rough. It's annoying. Um, also, the, with no Mew, there's nothing protecting you, which is kind of kind of interesting, to say the least. I mean, I feel like in this deck, with what is run, you don't really need the Mew, because there's, unless you're getting you're fighting another one of these decks, you're not going to be taking a high amount of damage anyways. I mean, all like Dragapult's, you know, five damage counters. So there's nothing, you're, you're running all high HP Pokemon, so it's going to take three to four hits off something like a Dragapult to knock some of this stuff out. Oh, no. And um, it doesn't stop Dragapult, though, because Dragapult is placing damage counters. That's true. It's not attacking. So the, the whole point is... There's nothing that hits that high. Well, Urshifu, 120 to uh, GX Pokemon and stuff like that, it just takes two hits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, eventually, they could take anywhere from f- four, five, even six prizes... In one attack, like it's 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 brutal, but I, I understand. But how many of these are you playing? Also, because you're discarding most of these GXs anyways. You're not playing many of these down. You're using your Mew three to damage them. So effectively, you only really need to play. And I really think I just closed out of the one. I'm it's okay. It's it, you're right. It's Urshifu, uh, Jirachi, and Mew. Like the. Uh, and maybe a maybe a Dende or a Crobat. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, effectively, you can especially with Urshifu, get an early energy on that with its ability to deal 150 damage when it is swapped in. Is a big early hitter on a Pokemon you're going against. Um, but in that in that same vein, you have your Mew for your Gengar Mimikyu to slow it down. But you could you could turn two if you were able to swap. And use that 120 with two rapid strike energies on your Urshifu VMAX. And get a potential early snipe, some early damage to finish it off, because it's gonna take two hits typically to kill off that Urshifu VMAX, anyways, too. Yeah. You're looking 240, depending on what your opponent's played, you're in great position just using that while using the the Mew 3 to set it up with the game with the horror house. In addition to building that one up for Deck control, still using the the uh, Trimina and Dusk. Yeah. Using the um, Tanya and Garchomp to knock out a Pokemon that is you're, you're, you're in trouble against. Or even using the, the Latios GX to shut down like a Roeg's Tropical uh, Horror or Tropical Hour. Not Horror. <laughs> um, I think the only thing I see a little glaring is... So it's just one Guzman Hala. So you only have one way of grabbing an energy, right? Which I feel like it's it's so low, right? You're, but with these types of but with these types of decks, you're you're discarding pretty heavily. Yeah. So you are using your your, your professor researches, your Marnies, your Dedendes to discard cards and get to what you need. So you're going to pull those energies because of the high amount. Of draw power in this deck. Discard central. No, no, that's a good, it's a mm. good counterpoint. I just, you know, sometimes I guess when you have, you got Pokemon communications, cherish balls. You no, know, you're right. It it does make it, it does make it a little consistent. But one thing I always enjoy about like a deck that. Uh, shows up out of nowhere. It, and I, I've talked about this in the past. It's that surprise factor. 
where you're like, what is this? And you're like, oh, it's psychic mute. That happened to me. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, uh, rapid, rapid strike Urshifu shows up and then you're like, you panic. You're like, what? What's going on? Why is this here? Why is this happening? Tell me why. Why, why, why? <laughs> I really like the, in one way or the other, I like the, the Mew 3 as a backup support on this one as a finisher or the Urshifu as a finisher in this deck, especially since the synergy is so well done with the Jirachi GX countering both their weaknesses that they have to worry about, which is great. Um, I actually went up against one of... I went up against one of these in the Players' Cup, actually. Yeah. And I had no idea what was going on. I saw the Latios. Sweet. Yeah, I was... I The exact deck, I'm pretty sure. I was super confused. I'm like, why is there a, uh, a Mew 3 and Urshifu in the same deck? Because it made no sense to me. Looking at it now from like a, a full, complete deck list, it does... But when I was going against it, it's actually one of the decks I ended up being, um, which the, there's this, the kind of same weakness that really any of the Mew 3 decks that run like a Jirachi, or I guess really the the normal Urshifu decks run into, is that when their Jirachi GX is killed versus any Mew 3 deck, they're screwed. So if you're able to boss his order and just knock that thing out, especially with a Mew 3 using, in my case, since I use Boombox, using my Vioplumes attack, or Buzzwolves for the 190 or 180, you're good to go. Oh. And you just you just run through it all. So it definitely has its weakness, which is that, because like where in my, in my case, I'm running uh, weakness guards to cover my butt instead of a Jirachi. And I think that is, I, I don't really think there's a reason to run a weakness guard in this deck versus Jirachi, because Jirachi really synergizes better and having two of them you have a chance to pull the other one out. And that's the case when I fought the person, they did not, but they had that Latios. I was like, that some bitch is going to use it and I won't be able to tropical hour or whatever. That's going to end up happening. <laughs> it didn't end up happening that way. I ended up sniping their Latios also, but yeah, it's, it's, I think depending on what deck they end up going against and what they pull, it's kind of, it's kind of a toss up between that like boom box or any other Mew three deck they may challenge. For sure. For sure. It's, it's kind of like the same idea against Rapid Strike to begin with. They have Jirachi yeah. out. You want to pull Jirachi out, knock Jirachi out, and then uh, go from there. Especially Boombox. Then you're, you'll want to get the your Mew 3 to knock out their Mew 3 and so on. Mm-hmm. And then once that is off the tables, then you just finish Urshifu like he's like a small... Butter. Yeah, like oh, like butter. There you go. I was thinking like a small cheese pizza that you can devour by yourself in one sitting. You're like, I'm gonna go heavy on this. Don't judge me. Is <laughs> <laughs> that? Um, but yeah, that's cool. I that was good. That was a a good good take on it. Um, it was fun. Plus, I like the name. I feel like like out of most clever yeah, names, is good. Like combining that. That's pretty good. Uh, I still think Boombox is amazing, but mm-hmm. who knows? Who knows? All right, bud. Well, you want to open some packs and get out of here? Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. Uh, I opened two last week, right? And you got one? Yeah, so you did. All right, yeah, so I'll, did. I'll get one. You get two. All right. I will go pick a tri- Trivanitar that's up front. And you could pick a number on whatever side, and I'll grab it for you. Uh, let's go with three on the left and five on the right. 
three here? Okay. Yeah. One, two, three. And five. Five on the other side. One, two, three, four, four, five. Um, if we did our math right from last week, I believe we have 17 packs left. And 13 or 14 should be Wacoat. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. If we don't get a, <laughs> we'll find we don't out. get three, three of, uh, three white codes. Um, I feel like it's a bust. Um, you pull two rapid strike Urshifus. So, mm. how, let's see how this goes. Oh, I opened this like butter. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Oh, okay. It's the only green card. It's gonna be the only green card. It's gonna be fine. All right, Gabriel Penis Queen Two Queen Titties for <laughs> Kyle Kevin and Kevlar. No, that's not, I, I don't know what other K is. Um, another Kyle. Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan. Yes, Kyle Kevin and Kangaskhan. <laughs> Queen ninety four. Sounds like it's the start of a really bad joke. <laughs> uh, lightning energy Flech. tool jammer Golbat baby Golbat Gliscor Honedge Lactabuzz Baltoy Gligger Slandit a reverse hollow rapid strike shinx and ooh the galarian slowbro nice back to back we got the reverse hollow last week and then now just the uh, normal rare i think this is yeah. the second second one in this box which is kind of bizarre because yeah. i i know of all the vivid voltage packs i opened in boxes at not once did i pull two charizards in one box and here we are with <laughs> well, victory bell and slowbro so Ah, all right, all right. See if Tyranitar will hook us up with something fun. Um, no, this box sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We got Gabriel Titty's dick to Victor. Oh, so it's just vagina. Quailman dick to Timothy nine zebra penis wood. Nice. Fire energy. Dotler. Dublade. Pig Knight. Galarian Mr. Mime. Fomantis. Uh, Spiro. A Zubat. A Cubone. Reverse Hollow is the Rapid Strike Scroll of Swirls. And the rare. <laughs> See? This is crazy. <laughs> What is up with this box? A- it's not like Galarian slow, bro. <laughs> That's, good. That's crazy. They're like, they're like, you really like this card. You really like, yeah, I do, but, oh my God. All right, Aaron, you pulled the gold card last week all too, right. right? I did. All right. Yeah. It's all up to you again. If I fail, it's because Rick picked the wrong cards, guys, just so you know. They picked the wrong cards. All right, we got Gabriel Titties for Kangaskhan, 
Richard, 79, Linda, Dick, Harry, Nails, Linda, Victory. <laughs> Victory. Wow, dude. Wow. Steel Energy. Cheryl. By Sharp. A Weeping Bell. Nicktone. Zubat. Remoraid. Onyx. Look at that Onyx. Mawile. A Reverse Hollow Kecnia. And. Okay. I was really hoping for another Galarian Slowbro, but it was a Stone Journey. Stone Journey. Oh my goodness gracious. That's. That's so fun. I'll get up. Whoever gets. Whoever gets the codes, hopefully you pull something better. My God, man. Um, shit. I'm going to figure Can out. Can open one more? No. Just a try? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> um, I'm going to add something, uh, but I will post the card that we add on Instagram later on next week. So keep your eyes out for that. And... Um, I'm going to keep it easy. What is the name of the Urshifu Mew deck? So that will be the question. It will be super easy peasy. Golden times. Uh, battle styles suck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> come on, man. We got three Galarian slow bros in the last like two weeks. It's amazing. It's like, hey, uh, remember? Uh, Collage. It's like, yeah. You remember uh, Victory Bell? You guys got that a lot, right? In yeah. the beginning. And then like, now you got the slow bros. So. It's too good. That's, that's terrible. That's so terrible. But it's that's terrible if you're listening to us on Spotify. Make sure you hit that follow button. And then also hit that notification so when the new episode drops, you know, you'll get that notification that uh, we dropped the episode. Um, if you're listening on iTunes, five star, five star. It gets pats on back, so I deeply appreciate it. Um, it gets our name out there. It makes the searches easier with the more... Um, Rating, like, I guess, not ratings, but the more reviews that we have out there really helps us out. And, uh, if you want to join the Pokedad Nation, uh, hit us up on patreon.com slash Pokedads TCG. Two dollars a month gets you into our Discord. All the other Patreons, uh, we hang out, we talk, we have monthly hangouts the first Saturday of every month. We have a Pokedad tourneys where it's every three months. And outside of that, it's just, a good time and you help support Pokedads in many ways with you being there. And uh, the other tiers is $5 gets you early access to the episodes, everything in the first tier. And the third tier is $10 bonus episodes, early access episodes and all the other fun discords at patreon.com slash Pokedads TCG. And before I forget, we need to pick our cards and Devin, I promise you that I will have that all updated on our Patreon this week. I mean, on our Discord this week. I have been super bad since the tournament, and I apologize for that happening. But I'm going with our bro, Galarian Slowbro, as my card right now. Nice, nice. I'm going to go with Kingdra from Battle Styles. Nice, nice. That's, that's pretty good. And then I'm going to go with Slowbro V. From Darkness Ablaze, keeping <laughs> the slow bro alive. Uh, man, I'm so salty right now. 
so salty. <laughs> I feel like now it's fine. It'll pay off when we get another gold card. Yeah, yeah two gold cards in a in a booster box. Yeah, dang. That's how it's gonna happen. It's happened. We're old. Um, I've I no lie. I watched someone open a booster box for Darkness Ablaze. Pulled uh, three gold cards. Um, it, yeah, wow. um, all of them were the Pokemon too. So I, whatever Darkness Ablaze gold Pokemon was at that point, it was uh, Rillaboom. Oh, and Colossal. So yeah, he pulled. Th- it was mm. three gold Colossals and one Rillaboom. Um, that's. Damn. Yeah, I would. I would like go gamble that night if that happened. So I wouldn't. My luck's already gone. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was over with. Um, Wasted. But uh, one little announcement. Uh, it's in the early stages, but I'm I'm good working stuff out, and um, I'm going to try to get a decent prize with Collectible Kings. We are going to do a special, quote unquote, free Pokédad tournament. Um, the idea of it is to get you entered into our tournament is all you have to do is leave us a five-star review on iTunes and uh, gets you in the tournament. Um, the more people that participate, the bigger the prize is going to be. Um, I, I still don't know exactly all the details, but I wanted to get people out on the radar. This will be like our first like meta Pokédads tournament, so... Um, it'll be like this whole thing. It'll be very fancy. We'll hold it up at, uh, what is it? I want to say battle styles, but battle net. So, you know, we'll keep track of everything. Very professional. Um, big prizes. Fun tournament. And technically it's free. All you have to do is review. And if people that have Ray reviewed that want to enter the tournament, uh, I'm, I'm still figuring that stuff out. So we'll get that situated. I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, we're going to have this when Chilling Rain drops. So um, look out for that. I'm really excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, surprise to Aaron. Woo! I didn't know about this. <laughs> Can I enter? Yeah, sure, man. Have you have you reviewed yeah. us? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, you seem surprised. How dare you? <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, um, nothing. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. Um, we truly appreciate all you guys that listen and continue to listen every week. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you. And it's, it's good. I've, I've, I've liked where things are going. And, uh, Pokedad Scott will be here soon again. We'll have another fun episode with him, uh, relatively soon. Uh, he's currently in Walt Disney World. Yeah, Walt Disney World's in Florida. Yeah, World is in Florida. Yes, it um, is. Celebrating his dad's 60th birthday. So uh, we'll get back. Yes. We'll do that. And uh, we'll be full-blown figuring this stuff without going on with that. I'm pretty stoked. It's always fun with Scott. And we'll get Pokedad Adam on here shortly, too. So Nice. Um, also, speaking of old people, my grandparents actually just both turned 80 this year. Eight? And they're celebrating their 60 years of being married next year. So, Which I thought was cool. They just turned eighty. It just turned eighty. Yeah, my on my mom's side. Damn. Well, yeah, I guess super that would make sense. Since all... Super young, <laughs> eighty years old. <laughs> well, like, yeah, they just hit eighty. And my uh, and they'll be yeah, celebrating sixty years next year of being married. Um, I mean, my grandma, grandma, the one that had lung cancer, that like fought that fucking shit for four years. Um. 
was 77 or so. Yeah. Wow. I, I guess like when it comes to like grandparents and like none of, none of my grandparents are all alive. Um, my dad was the oldest out of, I mean, the youngest out of eight kids. So by the time they had him, they were, they were pretty up there. And lucky, there. lucky for me is, uh, my dad had me like super young. So I was, you know, able to know them and stuff like that. But my grandmother passed pretty, pretty early. She had a bad stroke and stuff. So it was like in her seventies. And then my grandfather passed in, uh, his mid eighties. So. I know my great grandma died when she was 100 on my dad's side, and I only have one memory of her being really mean. Don't remember what she was mean about, but I just remember her being mean. I feel like that's what great grandmas do, man. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a story you've all heard once, but uh, my great grandma and Aaron did not get along. So, yeah. Anyways, we're we're running out of time. It's a different story for a different time. Um, As always, I'm Poker Dad Rick. I'm poking at Aaron. I hope you guys go find some battle styles and open a couple packs this weekend and just have a really, really good time of getting some decent pulls. I've heard stories that battle style pulls are pretty rough. And I was like, oh, you know, it's not that bad. And then going through this booster box that we have for the show, yeah, it's, yeah, that's pretty, it's fucking bad. We're not even getting a hollow. <laughs> just giving slow bros. Oh, that's cool. I like support. Yeah, well, I, I did. I did. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, Aaron, play it out, man. And may your pool be. Yes, forever in your favor. Oh, nice. Deuces. so much <laughs> so uh, i thought finn was crying because i'm just hearing a baby and i you know shannon came out here and she was taking a bath and then she went back in the tub and i was like what she's like oh my charger was dying i was like oh and then um so we started watching handmaid handmaid's tale like last week okay the show is fucked up it's fucking addicting and super good 